The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Naturally, I'm drinking beer. All right, man, we're we're just firing on all cylinders. And what that clip was is I made a clip, and that was in my voicemail when I didn't make it to the studio on time, and Michael thought I was dead, so I made it into a video, and that's what that was. Did you enjoy well, it, JT? I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, I am too uh man we got a new episode uh you're you know jt lee is here how you doing i'm good how are you i'm fine and we got a special guest joshua brucker he is uh making an independent uh i guess it's a found footage film about the mothman and he wanted to talk a little bit about that with us and we're gonna kind of dive into that and uh some other cryptids how are you doing sir good how are you Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Got another show going. Uh, it's an early show. We usually do this on Wednesdays, and and I got an anniversary, so I didn't want to be murdered in my sleep. So that's why we're doing it Monday. <laughs> that's totally cool. Yes. <laughs> so um, I, I'm very interested in in your uh, in your film, Joshua, the Mothman, and I know there's been some other films made about it. Of course, we all know the Richard Gere film that came out, The Mothman Prophecies. Uh, I guess, what inspired you to go for, uh, I guess, the, the cryptid, the Mothman, for, I guess, is this uh, uh, your found footage? Is this your first feature? Or yes. You, you've done other? Okay. Yeah, yeah this will be my first, uh, I guess you'd say, venture into filmmaking. Um, uh, like I, I've said before, uh, I visited Point Pleasant in uh, 2020 during a family vacation. And uh, I've been always fascinated with cryptids since I was a little kid. Um, I had a stepmother who bought me a magazine of uh, uh, Weird New Jersey. And um, it kind of like set off. I don't know, like a lot of the cryptid 
you know, uh, communities kind of familiar with the, the, the weird, um, um, uh, that, uh, uh, magazine line, I should say. Um, yeah. and it kind of went from there, you know, I, there's, uh, TV shows and everything like that just kind of set it off. And I've always been into like the strange and weird stories. I was like watching, um, paranormal, uh, television shows. And, but I've also been a fan of, of film since I can remember, especially horror since I was a kid and my grandpa would take me to the movie theater or my parents would take me to the, uh, little, um, mom and pop, uh, video rental store when I was a kid called popcorn oh, awesome. video. So you're, you're- so you're from that generation too, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back when I was still renting, <laughs> I, I was I was still renting. Uh, okay, sorry, I've got my son. Here too, no, so. no, it's all good, man. We're, we're uh, dads. We're dads too. <laughs> <laughs> he has a rock collection right now. Oh, well, I, um, but yeah, yeah. Back when I was, I was even still renting VHS back in the day. So, um, oh man, it all kind of you know, culminated, you know, I, um, I had a, unfortunately, uh, was laid off from my job and, uh, I wrote a book, I wrote like a collection of short stories and, uh, that went a lot faster than I thought it would. And I was, I'm still kind of, you know, trying to, uh, chase down, you know, some of my dreams while I had some time and I kind of wanted to dive into filmmaking. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't blame you for that. I mean, I think a lot of people ended up kind of doing that especially what we all kind of went through and it kind of let you, you know, see a different perspective. Like, Hey, maybe I'll try this out. Let me see what I can do with this. And that I, I commend you for that. I mean, that's awesome that you're, you're chasing that. And, uh, and you said you wrote some uh, short stories and everything. Is that, are those available on Amazon or, or, uh, yeah, it's called, uh, when, yeah, it's called when darkness comes, uh, it's on, oh, okay. uh, Amazon. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. I've got a hard, hard copy paperback and, uh, Kindle is available. Oh, okay. And can they, uh, they just get it through there or they can go straight to you or can they, uh, yeah, they can come straight to me for a uh, paperback or hard copy, but yeah, okay. uh, Kindle, Kindle will be on, uh, um, Amazon exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know if it goes straight to you, you get the money. <laughs> you don't get like a percentage and that's a sad thing, man. Even with independent film, like, these guys, they, they put all their heart and everything into it. And then you get little, you know, and then instead of just going to the source, you know, you, where you would make the money off of it. So right. I, I'd rather promote that if you have like a, I don't know if you, um, what info you can give me. And I, I would definitely share it if people are interested in reading that. Cause there's a lot of fans of, you know, the Mothman and all the other cryptids as well. Now, of course I, I, I mean, the Mothman is just a huge thing. I mean, it's even in video games like the the latest Fallout seventy six that I played the hell out of. You're in, you know, that area. You're in West Virginia, and you get to see like, I mean, they really do a good job. You get to see the statue and everything, and uh, oh yeah, it, it's just uh, it's kind of like Bigfoot, or you know, even down here with me and uh, JT in our neck of the woods, it's the you know Chupacabra. In Texas, <laughs> that's what yeah. we got. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they really actually. Uh, I, I visited the museum. They 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 totally hyped up that video game. They've got uh, t-shirts and everything like that. So that's kind of cool. I've never oh, yeah. played it, but uh, my stepson has. 
And he's always complained because he was yeah. never able to get to the point where he gets to the Mothman. But you know, I'm, I'm well aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's like a secret thing. You gotta like search for him and stuff. It's crazy. But yeah. I, I mean, that just shows how how popular, uh, you know, this uh, cryptid is. And and I mean, I even reading stories, everybody pretty much has the same story. And I was talking to someone about this. I'm like, you know, I think these things are real because how many people have seen it, you know, and, and, and it's pretty much the same thing. And they don't even live near each other. No one's sharing the, you know what I mean? They're not in the same household. It's just different uh, experiences with that and Bigfoot and aliens. I mean, what do you think about that? What do you think about the Mothman or are you still a, a I mean, you must believe in, in in some sort of thing to be doing a movie about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely believe that there is something to um, what everybody's saying. Um, you know, for a long time, um, you know, maybe in my early twenties, I would have probably considered myself more of a skeptic as far as that goes. Um, yeah, but I've I've kind of opened my eyes a little bit and. Uh, especially since I started this project and talking to actual people who have had real experiences with this, um, this entity that it, it, it is something, it is just a story that I feel like needs to be told maybe a little bit better than has been told in the past. If that makes sense. Can you do like a background just a little bit of what it's about for folks that don't really know? I mean, besides yeah, the fact sure. that it looks like a Mothman, I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> my film or the Mothman itself. Either or uh, let's do both. Actually. we got time. Yeah, um, yeah. As far as Mothman goes, uh, the story goes back to uh, the late 1960s in Point Pleasant. Uh, mm-hmm. and numerous people have witnessed um, a flying humanoid creature, um, not necessarily attacking them, but more or less like provoking a reaction is what I would consider it. Um, nobody, they, 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 I guess, they felt for their lives, but they weren't in imminent threat, and. Um, that that went on for about a year, and then the uh, the collapse of the bridge in Point Pleasant mm-hmm. occurred, and uh, that's kind of when the Harbinger of Doom moniker kind of took off. Was that he kind of showed up, and something terrible happened, and uh, like ever since then, um, he's been spotted all over the world, and even just recently here, because I live in Illinois. And I'm about an hour and a half south of Chicago. And in 2019, there was a big rash of sightings there as well. And it kind of plays into my story, too. Um, My film, Mothman, follows uh, Amanda Mason. She's my character. She's my lead character. And her boyfriend, Tim, who are returning to their hometown in Ohio um, to sort of investigate her missing brother, uh, and kind of figure out what happened during his disappearance because she didn't actually come home during that time. Um, so she's got some guilt wrapped up in that as well. And she kind of wants to see it come to an end. And um, uh, they sort of uncover uh, interviews with a lot of the key players, her family, uh, detectives, uh, police, uh, search and rescue officials, um, friends and fan or friends of his that he had leading up to his disappearance. Um, they eventually get a hold of um, his missing archives, something that the police weren't able to get a hold of because it was hidden from them. Um, 
more self blogs and um, videos that he was able to capture for himself, the missing brother. And that is more or less uh, sandwiched in between the pseudo documentary that's going on with the sister and the brother or his sister and the girl and the boyfriend. Um, so like the true found footage is going to be Dakota and himself recording everything that he experienced leading up to his disappearance. And then the pseudo documentary is going to be kind of um, sandwiching that in between. Um, that's kind of how the film is going to be laid out. Oh, that's, it sounds interesting. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, like you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, like you said, I feel like a lot of movies that come out don't really represent the cryptids, uh, the cryptids too much, you know, right. like the Chupacabra. I hadn't seen a real decent Chupacabra film, you know, like, I don't know. They always say these things are, these cryptids are aliens or they're probably from another place or but i i really think that these things do exist in some way because i don't think we've ex explored everything on this planet i don't i don't think that we've seen every piece of land so they got to come from somewhere right yeah that's what i that, think yeah and i actually take a different route with mothman and i go a little interdimensional if that makes sense um yeah because a lot of uh, I, I really take that harbinger of doom theory and I really play with it a lot. You know, I'm not going to make him a, a monster in the woods that you need to run from, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, as, as a lot of like Bigfoot movies play out um, and, and the Chupacabra yeah. movies. Like I just actually um, just watched Indigenous, if you're familiar with that one. Um, no, I haven't seen or heard of it yeah that is uh it's, it's heralded as a chupacabra style uh, that's what they based it off of in that film oh okay um, yeah, yeah it's just more or less like a monster in the woods but i think there's more to the mothman story that that um that really hasn't been tapped and that's something that i i spent a lot of time sort of researching um how to go that route especially you know watching what's available for <laughs> Uh, viewing as far as you know films go and things like that and i didn't want to just retread like another bigfoot movie or, yeah. or anything like that um or just any other really stereotypical monster film i guess I, you know i do have a mothman in it and uh and we're we're spending a considerable amount of the budget on the mothman entity as i would call him i'm not going to call him a creature but um it's not that, like I said, he's not that monster in the woods that's going to be chasing you everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I got kind of more of a I, psychological feel, believe... or, or what was that? Uh, is it more like a psych psychological deal, or like where they're yeah, you kind of see yeah. it and you're more intimidated, but you don't actually see it? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he's going to hang out in the shadows a lot. Um, okay. And and we really wanted to play with the idea that that people who did experience uh, a Mothman entity, you know, from the '60s on out, do suffer from some type of uh, Mothman psychosis, as they would consider it, um, dreams, thoughts, visions, uh, things like that, that would make you feel uneasy. Uh, it's more or less you know, like. You see something, it scares you. It kind of hangs on for you a while, but there's something about the Mothman 
that hangs on a little bit tighter, if that makes sense. No, it does. Definitely. Cause I, that's what I read on some of those. Like it, it does like mess with people's minds, you know, the, the being around the Mothman or in that area or something, it just kind of, it's like a psychological thing. It, it, it gives them visions or something. I thought that was pretty neat. I mean, I, I, I just know, like I said, I started kind of reading into it because we were going to be talking. I just know a little bit about it, but after reading some stories and everything, everybody pretty much has the same thing, you know, seeing red glowing eyes and, you know, something, like you said, something bad happens, the bridge incident. So, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think you're right with the interdimensional thing. I think. Yeah. And that kind of plays into uh, the motivations for the stepbrother too, that we've inserted because uh, like he, he becomes aware of the Mothman story uh, as his story progresses. And he comes to know the harbinger of doom theory that's been posited. Then he also struggles with whether or not there's anything that he can actually do to, to stop maybe an imminent threat. Um, and he struggles with whether or not that threat pertains to him only or the community that he's grown up in, or um, his immediate loved ones. So he kind of struggles with the idea of what to do next now that he's had these visions and these things have spoken to him. And, mm -hmm. and to, you know, kind of piggyback off that, it gets a bit psychological with the brother. I got you. I'm going to go to the chat real quick. I don't like to ignore them. Uh, Morgan Wellborn is in the... Uh in the chat hello sir how you doing uh jamie apple said hey everyone um and then my wife said i can still be murdered and then she said lechusa that's another thing down here lechusa the white owl that's yeah. that, that's kind of i guess that kind of is like uh mothman you know about lechusa i don't i'm familiar with the okay. uh the idea that that mothman was a barred owl yeah, so, yeah, well, it, that's kind of that's kind of a um, that's kind of the same thing when you see Lachusa, it's like a bad kind of like oh shit, that's an omen. And anytime you're driving at night and you'll see like an owl fly, you, we joke around. It's it's Lachusa. But um, <laughs> well, I guess what other uh, cryptids interest you other than Mothman? Do you have any other ones that kind of interest you? Or uh, I I I'm game for all of them to be honest with you. <laughs> Anytime, anytime that I, so many. Uh, since I've, since I've gotten rid of cable, right. So we don't have that anymore. I was able to subscribe to Dis Dis discovery plus and uh, that just opened up this like smorgasbord of, of cryptids to everybody to kind of get on board with. Uh, I was a huge fan of the uh, monster quest documentary uh, TV series that was out on history channel. A number of years ago, I mean, my dad would actually make an event of it okay. and watch it. every night they would come out. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I love the stories of uh, um, like dogmen or wolf uh, werewolves and things like that. Um, yeah, those have always fascinated me. And, and then as an avid fisherman here locally, um, obviously, I am always drawn to any type of lake monster, river monster any type of sea dwelling creature because there's always something about that. I, I live in an area where the water ain't clear. <laughs> there's, there's not a clear yeah. lake. 
So anytime we go swimming, we, we don't. We have the same thing. <laughs> we don't have any clear water around here either. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's there, <laughs> the idea that there might be something nefarious swimming around beneath you is 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 uh, yeah hindering. I guess I would say that that I, I I hear you on that. I I think that's what freaks me out the most is anything that that lives in the water that can get me like sharks. I I can't do. I mean, I just. You, even yeah. when they're in the aquarium, I hate looking at them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that would freak me out too. You know, just being in the water, you're like, I don't know what's under here. Yeah, I don't like that. But, so, uh, Ty, what do you think? Oh, what, what about any oh, kind what? of cryptid or any kind of folklore? Uh, you know, you? you kind of said the sea dwelling. I, I just feel that there's a whole world that we've never visited and that's at the bottom of the ocean floor and some of them deep, deep. And so there's gotta be things down there that we would probably blow our mind if we saw, and they probably never seen the light of day. You know, they've probably been in the dark their whole lives. So oh, shoot. Uh, I Morgan like says, I like the tale of the race of giants that exist in the 1800s. That is an interesting yeah. tale. Yeah. The Indians, the giant Indians, that was all pretty cool. There's been a oh, lot of things uh, discussed about that. Another... Another host on here, uh, Jess. She said the shows and docs called Missing 411. Yeah, those are. In, what do you think about those, uh, Josh? Josh one? Yeah, I totally do. <laughs> I, I, I am game for all that. I, uh, <laughs> I breezed through the uh, two documentaries that I found online and the, uh, and I subscribed to multiple YouTube channels <laughs> about that. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 really interesting. What um, I don't know, like, and it's kind of cool to see it kind of entering into uh, a culture because I think American Horror Story, just uh, the stories uh, season that they ran last year, kind of expanded yeah. into the feral human aspect of uh, the the national park and things like that. So that's kind of interesting. I know that's something that David Politis, you know, he's he's always like timid about suggesting what exactly is causing the disappearances because I know David Politis ran a, uh, a, a Bigfoot organization for some time and uh, he was kind of involved with that but there there are some interesting things lurking <laughs> in the shadows of the forest that we we all travel to every year yeah I think uh, well of course like you know that's like movies like the Blair Witch, I think were so popular, you know, and I don't yeah. know if you remember when that first came out, they tried to play that off. Like it was like something that really happened. They did. And, yeah. And I was, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. I was, I was 12 when that movie came out and uh, I remember renting that from the video store and just being enamored. I, you know, I've, I've said numerous occasions that I believe that renting that VHS is the reason why I've, have such a love for uh, found footage as a subgenre of horror. And as somebody who grew up on horror and has gotten to know a lot of the tropes and uh, a lot of the techniques that they use in filmmaking, that honestly, uh, you know, I'm 32 years old, but the only movies that really do scare me are found footage films anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get you there. I understand yeah. that. Oh, I guess we lost my co-host, but that's all right. He's somewhere. He, the Mothman got him. Oh, I'm here. My camera just went. Oh, okay. 
Oh man. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I remember when that came out, and I thought they it it was so disappointing to me because I remember standing in line, and there was a Rolling Stone, and all back of it was the advertisement, and it made like they hyped it up. I don't think people really realized like that was the biggest freaking crush. Like it, it crushed me to know that that wasn't like based on something real. You know, right. I mean, they made it so realistic, and then I see the lead actress. On a movie with, uh, you know, Jason Biggs. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I thought that, <laughs> I thought that chick died. Like, what the, what's going on here? So they got me. But that, yeah. I mean, we didn't really have, if you think about it, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's one of the first, but I think it was one of the first most popular found footage films. Yeah, they're kind of predated by uh, the last broadcast, if you're familiar with that at all. Yes. Oh, my God. That. <laughs> the jersey devil yeah oh my god yes i remember the last broadcast and you know what it seems so and it's now going back and watching it it's still kind of fun to watch it but the ending is just so terrible it's like what the, like it's so stupid what the hell oh man i might have offended some people that like that movie i i don't hate it it's just you know no yeah I, I it's good it was silly the end of it you know it's good for what it is, and I think that it, it does is. have a place in in found footage film history. It really does, and it's often sometimes overshadowed by uh, uh, the Blair Witch. Not not to say anything bad about that film. Okay, you know that did multiple things. Correct. You know that <laughs> might be like the last film in history to. Um, uh, sort of not get criticized for using the, the based on the true story <laughs> aspect of it. We kind of started it, and then anybody else who ever tried it ever again was just lauded as, as fraud. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a question for you, sir. Uh, Josh, have you seen Broadcast Signal Intrusion uh, 2021? It's a horror thriller about a man who finds disturbing footage from hack broadcast. I love I think I heard something about that. I have not seen that. I saw the chat pop through when I was talking. I haven't. Uh, um, I haven't. I haven't watched that. No, I'm not really? familiar with it. There. Uh, speaking of found footage films, I I, um, I watched one and it, it's pretty creepy. It's called the uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes. That yep. thing. You saw that one? That was oh, yeah. Had, that, they yeah. did a good job. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah I, it was for for years. Like it was hard to come by, right? And and I know a number of years yeah. ago, uh, Scream Factory released the Blu-ray, so I was like, I have to buy it. So I instantly bought it, <laughs> and uh, and I watch it, and I watch it maybe a couple times a year now, honestly, uh, because I'm also a huge fan of true crime and oh, man. Uh, all right of that. Up my alley. <laughs> so it, kind of, it, it blended everything that I loved about uh, horror. Um, mm-hmm creepiness the eeriness of you know it, it is certain footage and the uh the true crime aspect it, it kind of rolled it all together and um in my opinion it's perfect even though you know the ending kind of did you know i would have liked to see him get caught but <laughs> yeah yeah i i it, it like you said on the other one it, it it is what it is you know um <laughs> but yeah the, the that that you know, I'm, I'm 
found footage films. Some of them are hit and miss with me. And that one actually really was, um, like you said, it hits all the marks. So, oh, yeah. Cody Robinson, my other co-host, I'll be on the show with him tomorrow. <laughs> Normal Cody. What's up, buddy? Don't go setting fires out somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, oh, what was that? I guess we have some technical difficulties or something. Did you did you make that noise or is that Mike in the background? Michael, I swear. <laughs> oh, man. No, uh, I guess I am. Man, I, I guess I'm getting haunted over here or something. Like I heard something. Oh man, Joshua. Um, was there anything else you wanted to cover? I know you got a limited amount of time, and I appreciate you know your time coming on here and talking to us and and uh, promoting. I know uh, Mothman. Uh, how many days do you have left on your uh, Indiegogo? Uh, we've got eleven right now. Eleven yeah. days. Okay, eleven days left. And uh, okay, it's actually well. I set out to film this thing on like the slimmest budget possible. Uh, mm -hmm. I set out filming for you know uh, three thousand dollars was my goal for uh, my Indiegogo, and and currently right now we're sitting at three hundred and ten percent, and we're closing in on uh, ten grand for uh, oh wow total investments. So uh, that's totally mind blowing. Uh, absolutely love everybody oh, who has congrats. The Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's it's. It's helped us immensely. You know, I've been we've been able to um, uh, plan bigger scenes, um, expand. You know, obviously the effects that I told you as far as my Mothman goes. Um, of course, uh, cast, crew, lodging, food services, all that. Um, yeah, is totally taken care of. Um, we've been able to bring in extra talent, so I brought in. Um, um, was able to I uh, bring in Cheney Morrow from uh, he was in Haunt and uh, the recent Wrong Turn film, and oh, he's going to be. I... Go ahead. Oh yeah, uh, he's going to be in another film, uh, Terror Trips, that's coming out. Um, so that was kind of cool. Okay. He's going to be. Playing, I'm not familiar with him. <laughs> yeah, no, it's he. Uh, he's a phenomenal actor, and uh, I'm super happy to have him on board. And we're filming in Ohio, and that's his his home state. So that kind of speaks to him as well. Cool, awesome. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll definitely share the links like we always do around here. Um, of yeah. course, uh, if you have an Instagram and all that, uh, people can follow, keep up with what you're doing. Because I I have a feeling uh, it seems like this this campaign's going pretty good. So you might end up doing something else. So we want to keep up with what everything you're doing, my friend. Yeah, for sure. So um, we've been actually 100% working out of Facebook. Um, Facebook. Okay. Well, that's everybody. <laughs> that's everybody. <laughs> uh, I've been sharing stuff on my personal link. Uh, people are more than welcome to reach out to me or friend me on there. Um, obviously, okay. you know my name. You can find me. Uh, we have a group, uh, Mothman 2020 official group, I think is what it's titled. But that's usually the uh, website that I use to sort of disseminate or the, the group that I use to disseminate most of my information as far as, you know, updates to the campaign, uh, new perks that we're releasing, things like that. So that's going to be the main place that we're going to find it. And uh, if you don't have that link, I'm pretty sure you do. 
I think you're part of that group too. Yes, um, I am. I, I'm on there. All right, cool. Then yeah, you got everything, man. <laughs> well, we'll definitely share it and keep up with everything you're doing. Um, uh, very excited for this. And I uh, wish you all the luck, my friend, and uh, keep going. And 11 days are left, and uh, check out the perks they got. And uh, and look forward to seeing Mothman whenever it uh, finishes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we will get you tickets to the virtual premiere. Awesome. I would appreciate that, my friend. Well, uh, good talking to you, Joshua. I know you got uh, dad duty. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, you're, yeah. Welcome, you're welcome back anytime, people, man. People probably heard him chiming in. He was uh, oh, no. for a little yeah. bit He was taking pictures of me with his, his Amazon tab. The future future <laughs> filmer. Yeah, there you oh, go. My <laughs> behind-the-scenes photographer, my four-year-old. There you go. <laughs> Oh, very, very awesome. And uh, like I said, you're welcome back anytime, man. So I'd uh, love to talk to you again. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, when I get uh, production done and everything like that, I'll have lots more to share. So probably awesome. You know, back on here towards the end of, uh, towards the middle of summer, probably. Well, sounds like a deal, man. You just reach out. We'll make it happen. All right. Sounds good, boss. All right, man. We'll see you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. See you guys. Yep. All right. Well, that was cool. Well, I think I finally got my uh, deal fixed. Uh, yeah, you, you kind of disappeared on me. <laughs> well, it's my camera. And now you're back. Right? AKA my phone. Oh, well, there's no delay either. I can hear you perfect, see you perfect, everything. Well, I had to switch switch to computer. All right, I'm going to do this in the, oh, in the okay. chat um, we were talking about something before the show and, uh, Michael is freaked out that Tyree doesn't have facial hair. So everybody in the chat, if you want, what facial hair should Tyree have? Should he have, uh, a biker stash? Uh, what is it? The gunslinger with just the mustache and the little soul patch or just a soul patch, full beard. Um, you know, we'll, we'll pick it at the end of the show. If we get I'll, I'll give my input. All right, you, he your input. He's he, my input. Okay, he should have a Josh Brucker. Oh, okay. Your Josh Brucker. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. Okay. Have that. But Mom, if I will be I, brown. It'll be great because I'm getting old. <laughs> that's that's fine. You'll be more distinguished. It's beautiful. Gray is beautiful, buddy. Believe me, if I had hair, it'd be gray right now. That's why I don't have it. I, don't have <laughs> I love our audience here. Uh, my wife said, "Oh yeah, handlebar douche." I love a good douche tash. Uh, did you see Morgan, our buddy Morgan, wellborn there? Yeah, the mutton, mutton chops. chops. Ah, dude, how about like the mutton chops that connect and go into the mustache, like the mutton chops? Are t- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have a hard enough time getting laid. You really like, oh, like dude, 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 I got it. I got what? it. He fucking got? senior from American Chopper. Fucking senior, motherfucker. Senior. Oh, yeah. Senior. Okay. Senior. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, I, I so, wanted to uh, he was on because what? I wanted to ask a question. I wanted to break yes. in when he was on because I wanted to ask a question, but 
then the more I thought about it, I'm like, I really shouldn't ask it while he's here because it's probably right. mean of me to ask it. Um, because he's gonna probably see this anyway. <laughs> well, here, here's the 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 the, the Mothman thing. Now, there was a movie with Richard Gere called The Mothman yes. Prophecies from 2002. Is that yes. Mothman? That's the that same is, thing. That's, yes. It's is that where the bridge collapsed? The same kind of, yes. It's a true story. The bridge collapsed, but everybody says that they saw the, the Mothman fly over or something. And there's people that actually saw this, you know, the glowing oh. eyes. And then there's one lady... They interviewed her because her sister saw it, but her sister doesn't like talking about it because she gets flashes of the images in her head. It's pretty, pretty interesting story. It really is. Oh, so about so okay, collapse. so so that's real. And then so you're why talking are you making about fun of it. Well, no, I'm not making uh, fun of it. I just wanted to know if it's the if it's embarrassing. He didn't, he didn't know it. I think is the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, I, I Richard did. Gere, and Richard I, Gere was trying to get the gerbil out any way he could. He thought the Mothman could help him. I, I he wanted him to go back to New York to find Julia Roberts for another one nighter. <laughs> yeah, Pretty Woman Two, Pretty Woman Two, bring it on. Bring it on. But no, and then one more thing. Turn up Mothman. Okay, what, what's your what, what's your one more one thing? more thing? All right, now cryptids, cryptids. That made me think of one thing. Cripples, what? and I think I found the cryptid. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah! I have found right. well, I found the cryptid in my search for cryptids. Right. Okay, you want to see here? Here's here's my version. Here's what I think a cryptid is. You ready? Yeah, we're ready. Let's see what is. It... Oh, okay. <laughs> damn! You found his good that's side. His, that's his. That's his dating. That's his dating profile picture. That's on that's oh. on cripple dating. That's on cripplesareus.com. He's looking for what? women, lady. Wait, Hit wait, him wait. up. Is that, is that real? There, is that real? There, yeah, is there a, hold on. Is there a dating site called Cryptids Are There's Us? Funny. No, there, I mean, no. Cryptids no. cripples. <laughs> oh my god, too many crip, crippies. Crypties. They specialize in nugget sex. Show <laughs> <laughs> that picture. I wish I could show that picture, no, but we would can't show that picture. Yeah, I, I, can't show that picture. I would show it in a right, second. Oh my god, that's right. great! No, do not show lines. that picture. Okay, that's no. There, I, let me just explain it to our audience. Hold on, my mic's yes. got a mind of its goddamn own right now. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> so nugget. <laughs> I. uh I stumbled upon something called uh, nugget porn, and I was like, "What the hell is nugget porn?" And what they do to these weirdos stuff about church too. When he stumbled across it. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh... (laughs) well, he would have read his weirdos. Hold on, these Michael J's of the world. They go in (laughs) and they take the arm legs off of these women in these porn pictures, and it's just like a torso. It's, it's, it's called so nugget porn. It's, it's so, so hot. Because <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no legs. So it's right up the center, right up the center, right through the muff, up the center. You're oh, in. It's hey, open. Hey, yeah. hey, this is not Tales from the Crips. You calm down. Really. I know. I know. This it's hard. Show. I just like it because he finally found a girl who can't get away from me. <laughs> oh, I know. He's, she's stuck. 
and she is getting my <laughs> like she has never experienced before in her life. Holy Dear shit, God. I'm bringing it. Um, I want to play one more thing, and then I'm going to leave you guys to your own devices. But uh, okay. let me let me find this. Real quick. Don't do that. <laughs> we'll get ourselves right. canceled. Go ahead. Here we here we go. One more thing, and I'm out, guys. All right, play the thing. Creepy man. Creepy man. That's scary stuff right there. It's not fun, no. Uh, yeah, that, that, that. Oh my god. Yeah, the voice was scary, but then the face really just topped it off. <laughs> he goes, "Dude, why didn't you tell me you put me in there and freaked him out? He saw himself and he almost fell out of his chair." Oh my god! What I almost a, had a personal life alert on that one. What? I was going to bring it up when we were talking about all these. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Different things. Um, I know it's not diff- this, not necessarily the same thing, but do you remember the movie Last of the Dog Man? It was with the Tom Berenger. Oh, no, I don't think I have. I, I, I know what you're so talking about. It, just... it, was, it, was, it was made, I guess, in the early 90s, maybe late 80s. And it was about a, uh-huh. just a guy out in the mountains, the Rocky Mountains. And he came across this tribe of Indians who thought it was still in the 1800s and they still live that way. And, and they, they, Oh like yeah. I said, they I just thought it was, it's a really, really cool movie. Huh? And it I makes you wonder that. if there's, I know, I know there's out in the islands, out in the South Pacific. I know there's islands where there's still indigenous people that think it's many, many years ago. They have, they still fight with sticks and stones. So, Make it's just kind of so strange how that how big this world is and how different the same human race is. You know what I mean? So, well, I mean I can't work a computer, but some people can, and then these people are fighting with rocks and sticks and uh, praying to a rock with painted eyes on it. You know, it's just truly really it is. It's weird. What what I, I want to find out where it was so I could tell people. But do you remember that story where they had a drone flying over this little? piece of island or something and there's people on there or a, a, a space yeah, where these I, think, I want to say it was off New Zealand and they were throwing yeah they were throwing rocks the and yeah, at yeah. The, the drone they're like get out of here we don't want this they, well they didn't know what the hell it was they just thought it was like an alien or something yep but they, you know uh, they were, they you were know, watching that pipe. those old yeah uh, you know watching those old old uh you know documentaries and then even watching I'm not I'm not crazy like some of the people on Ancient Aliens, you know, that one guy with the crazy hair. But like it is interesting to me to, you know, they pointed out that even with the equipment we have today, we couldn't have built the pyramids. So that I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, that's crazy to me. Those big blocks and how they stacked them up and everything. So they're saying that what we have now, we couldn't. Those no. Because of the sand, you couldn't you can get uh, all these you know bobcats or whatever and, and cranes. You couldn't get a crane in there where they have those. They said there's no way we could we could build uh, we could build those today. And they and they supposedly built those back in the day. Would they build them? I don't know if they built them block by block or 
Guess they had to. Those are those are big goddamn blocks. Oh, I know. I mean, okay, let's let's just say let's just say you have I don't know fifty Dwayne the Rock Johnsons couldn't move that fucking thing, and you mean to tell me that Egyptian slaves that were skinny and malnourished can move those fucking blocks and getting whipped and fucking beat the shit out of and you know not having water? No, but that's what I'm saying. That's what we've always were led to believe from the drawings. You always see like all these ropes, and they're just like carrying them through. So did an alien oh, do it? Uh, huh? So did what aliens do it? I think so. I really do think so. So do you think there was a f- certain type of life form between us and the dinosaurs? Um, you know, I don't. They know. landed down here and built a pyramid and said, "Fuck it, it's too hot in this son of a bitch. We're getting the hell out of here." <laughs> You know, I wish I had the answer to that one. I don't know, dude. All I know is that I don't believe, you know, some of the things we were told back in the day, just thinking about it. You couldn't have like freaking half the wrestlers in WrestleMania move a giant freaking block like that and then stack them. There ain't no freaking way. Oh, Jess, uh, Jess M. It's North Central Island. Oh, okay. North Central Island, where the indigenous, where, what'd she say? Indigenous tribe is located. Golly, where, I got to read. Is I can't read her. Are they, aren't they around New Zealand and over in that kind of? I don't know. North, northern part? She'll tell us. Know. She'll tell us. She'll put us on yeah, the right she track. She's obviously a hell of a lot smarter <laughs> than we are. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't no joke. Uh, <laughs> no, I got a water tonight. And when I open it, it doesn't squirt all over me this time. I can actually drink it. That's good. I'm I'm very proud of him. He got a different water bottle that he can open this time. Uh, Morgan in the chat. I think civilization is way older than we are told. Yes, I think so too. I mean, all this stuff so, that's coming out now. Aztecs, you know, maybe? probably you know, claiming the Aztecs started most of that stuff, and then. I it 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 really just diving into it is just it's so much you know to take in you know we're only we only know what we've been taught or told or what we've watched on you know documentaries and there's always these people that counteract I mean I don't know if you saw the episode with me and um Cody talking to Flatter Dave I mean that was that was an interesting conversation with him and he even has like this app and everything, the flat earth clock and all that stuff. I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting to talk to people with different ideas and, and different beliefs, you know, and so like you said, we all flat, have it. His belief, the earth is flat. Yes. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Jess with it's the same. Yeah, and you know, I'm going to read the whole thing for our audio. Okay, it is. <laughs> it's in the Indian Ocean. It's a small island that's a part of a larger group of islands. Not sure of the official name. Okay, sorry. I got to get used to reading the whole thing because some people listen to this while driving, I guess, and I don't want them to, you know, miss out. So I guess that's even though they missed out on the clip, farther east towards Asia, yeah. I guess, huh? 
Yeah. I guess. I don't know. You know, after all the stuff that happened, I thought we'd see a lot more sightings of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, like, you got drones if, now, and if they can shoot one of them some bitches down with the with the with the spear, I ain't gonna fuck with them. Well, shoot, I work with a guy, and he's he swears he saw a, a bigfoot like creature over near Pettis. <laughs> He saw the Perlman gorilla. <laughs> he looks better on Harley. I know. <laughs> it was just Ron <laughs> Perlman streaking through Pettis, Texas. <laughs> I thought it was Baloo without a shirt on. <laughs> Baloo, you've been streaking out there in the wilderness. People think you're Bigfoot, buddy. We need to share a picture of him one time so people know who we're talking about. It's not the bear from Jungle Book either. But it, it's similar, similar, similar. They, uh, it looks close, but... Yeah. So, I don't know. I never ran into anything like that. That's what interests me about these stories. I never ran into anything like that. Like... Uh, you know, cryptid or had a sighting of any si- of sort, but you're, you're always hunting. You've never seen anything that you kind of question like in the sky or around you. You know, you <laughs> I'm permanent spirit animal. Yeah, yeah it is. I disagree. Um, you know, I, at night, you know, you can see some things, but it's kind of how the lights are like up in the sky. That's usually when you see weird things up in the sky, but it's usually, I don't know. I don't know enough about astronomy. And one night we thought we were getting attacked and we were out and we were just north of a bombing range where they were fighter jets were out practicing night maneuvers. And they were shooting flares off at each other. (laughs) Until we figured that out, (laughs) I had had to start flashing back to Red Dawn and see what my next step was going to be. I thought it was on. Oh my god! The yeah, Wolverines are fixing to have to get caught up. <laughs> Dig up Swayze, Swayze's corpse. He's got to go fight now. <laughs> Sober up Charlie Sheen. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> we have a better chance of reanimating fucking John, Patrick Swayze than him getting fucking. <laughs> Get some of that old tiger blood in you. Oh, man. Well, I I thought this was an interesting episode. I I wanted to kind of, you know, give him a platform to talk about his movie. And I thought it was, uh, you know, I I, I think cryptids are interesting. I wish I knew more about them. I know I've I've watched some things. I've listened to some podcasts that talk about different cryptids. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was an interesting episode. I do want to give a huge shout out. Uh, to everybody on the network, uh, we just had the MMA show. Um, it was a very good show, very well put together. Um, and of course, we got Tales from the Crips. We got everybody on here, and Jess M and uh, Michael J with uh, the Sunday Zone, which I like. That that's I think that's really cool. The Sunday Zone, I like that name. Before you guys go, one more thing. What? Okay, so I, I I realized I was sitting yes. here and I'm thinking, and I know now what they can do 
to cryptids when they find them. Okay. Like when you encounter do? them, this is what you no, do. No, no. don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> no, uh, I'll probably take the bat away. Can from I him. finish? Can I finish shouting people out? Anyway, uh, Nick did an awesome job on uh, the MMA show that we have. Um, we got a lot of cool different shows on here, and of course, um, the craziness that we bring. Um, tomorrow night, I'll be live again with uh, Rabbit and Red Radio Live. We got a special guest. I'll leave that. Uh, a secret until tomorrow and uh anything else uh jt you want to tell the people before we head on out no uh, we will be uh probably coming to you next time from a uh a studio together yep. so that could be yeah interesting to say the least we're so we we're working on it each other. yeah we're working on it uh we got an idea of how to get things done around here so we can all be in the same room. Um, and of course, the yeah, the whole Rabbit and Red family. We're happy to have all these new shows. So we got something for everybody. And I guess we'll see you next time. We'll have Tucker hopefully next time. But uh, everybody be safe. We love you. And we'll see you. Uh, well, I'll see you tomorrow. But near do wells next week. a beer. Well, naturally, I'm drinking beer. <laughs> lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.